Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 44 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by two famous dudes here. We got ourselves the illustrious, the notorious, the, need another adjective, the, uh, the uh, infamous Daryl Fuimano. How are you doing today, Daryl? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> trying to set you up there. I'm- I know those are some pretty good adjectives. <laughs> I feel like I've glad, used them all before. <laughs> I'm glad to be showered with all those, so appreciate that, and I'm glad to be back. Yeah, we missed you, man. It's been a couple episodes, so we're very, very happy to have you here for this second episode of Spooktober. We're also joined by Eli Downing, the bountiful, the uh, nefarious, the hilarious, huh? the precarious. Eli Downing, how are you doing over there? That's right, that's right, that's me. <laughs> the yes. precarious, nefarious, hilarious. Yeah, I just dropped bars, dude. That's all I yeah, do. Yeah, pretty much. I might have to get you on my next rap. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You're going to do one for Rogue Company, right? I did already. <laughs> Check it out. It's on my YouTube. I'm not there, sure you it's go. there you go, sir. Rogue Company rap. Loco yeah. Roco, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we're happy to have you as well. We got the gang back together, boys the three of us it's been about a month since we've been able to have us all on the same show together so good times beautiful yeah yeah everyone's doing well i know eli you're quite cold you're talking about putting on another sweater absolutely freezing dude 65 right yeah yeah well we're we're coming up on about a week or so of rain supposedly which is very unusual mm. for for california for october at least of in recent years so pretty hyped pretty hyped uh Darryl, not hyped. you're not hyped okay well, Daryl, are you hyped, and are you cold? I am hyped for this episode and what we're going to get into, but I am cold. Okay, right on, right yeah. on. I'm hyped for the episode. I'm just not hyped for the rain. It's a little different now that I have to deal with stormwater and ponds and stuff like that. Yeah. Super not, super not hyped. That's true. You're a lot more uh, assaulted by the water. You know, you're yes. fighting it on a lot of angles. Yes, all kinds of <laughs> angles. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I wish you the best in that battle. It's going to be an interesting week then for you. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. This is episode 44, as I said at the top. This is our second episode of what we call Spooktober here at Trophy Talk Podcast. Very spooky month of uh, horror games and just not horror games, but just games in general. And so we hope you enjoy. And uh, do we have some riddles or banger you know, dad jokes to go at the top here, yeah, Eli, yeah. before we get into things proper here? Of course we do. Let's go. I got one for both of you guys. Since uh, Daryl, you're married, and Colin, you're getting married. That's right. I figured you'd know the answer. So what's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? Mm. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm drawing <laughs> a blank. <laughs> outlaws are wanted. Oh, okay. You see? Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. That's a good one. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no way and that was this- from the book. Absolutely no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> this one came to me uh, while I was at work. So we were digging this hole, right? Measures two feet by three feet by four feet. Um, we couldn't figure out how much dirt was in there. Do you guys know? You guys good at math? Two feet by four feet two by Two feet three. by three feet by four feet. Length with height. Oh, gosh, no, I don't, man. The volume of a cylindrical shape, it's some sort of weird cubed formula. I don't know how to do that shit. Daryl? Uh, 24, but I don't know the unit of measurement. 
It's zero. It's a hole. There's none in there. God. Yeah. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? Actually, I got to go, too. I think uh, it's getting cold, so I got to shut everything down. Get the, fire. <laughs> yeah. Get the fire going. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Did you okay. think of that one, or was that Nick? The, uh, the... Nah. Okay, because we credited him last time with coming up with all your yeah. jokes. We know who the ghost writer is in the duo. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what building has the most stories? The library? Ah, let's, let's go! go <laughs> yes! Jeez, you, you sound like you were hurting yourself. Are you okay? <laughs> dude, I had an aneurysm trying Hold to think of an answer dude. to that. <laughs> nice, Colin. Nice one, nice one. Thank you, thank you. I think I pooped my pants a little bit. <laughs> Stra- strain, straining myself over here. <laughs> okay, I got one last one. Okay. So, did you know that in California... You cannot take a picture of a man with a wooden leg. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself. Daryl? I got nothing. Uh, You can't take pictures with a wooden leg. You need a camera, silly. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, wow! I did not miss this. Wow! <laughs> you happy you're yeah, back you from your yeah. little from your little sabbatical? <laughs> researching. Holy shit! Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for those. As yeah. always, we hope hope the listeners enjoyed those. Oh my goodness! I sure did. I enjoyed that. I definitely did. I definitely did. And if you enjoyed that, and you and you want to support us for that kind of a thing, you can head on over. By the way, to Patreon. We are over there with multiple tiers of support. patreoncom podcast. It'll also link you to our Discord, which I'd recommend you check out. Say that pretty much every episode. We got great convos going over there. Some cool rewards in the form of our races that we're doing. This this time of the year, we're heading into the uh, holiday season. We're offering a $50 PSN gift card reward if you win this leg of the race. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, I just say go check it out. Really appreciate it. Anything to add there, boys? No. Okay, right on. And I also, at the top of the show, want to shout out our existing uh, Patreon supporters here. So these are, uh, these are people who, like I said, went over to Patreon, gave us a couple bucks. We really appreciate it. Some awesome stuff. And a uh, big thank you to Charles Bilby, Invisible Banana, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, and Skrillis. Thank you all very much for your support of the show. Okay. We got some questions, guys. Now, episode 44 is the second episode of Spooktober, like we said. That means we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of what we've been playing so far this month. And we haven't heard from Daryl in a while, so he's got some, some pretty exciting stuff over there that I know people are really dying to get into. But first, as we must always do, it's his tradition, we're going to do our Patreon questions. So, first one I'm going to throw at you guys comes to us from Maximum Carnage. And here's a little scenario he's cooked up for, for us, okay? Close your eyes, be transported, breathe deeply, okay? Just think about the question, all right? You find yourself in the endgame, Marvel Cinematic Universe Avengers endgame, right? And you're standing in front of Thanos and his army. You get backup in the form of main characters from each of your games that you've platinumed. So, with that in mind, on a scale from 1 to 10... He wants us to rate our chances of success in the battle to save the gaming universe. And a couple little caveats here. Okay, The first rule, if you have multiple Platinums in a series, you earn an additional side or assist character from that series. So, for example, 
I have multiple Uncharted Platinums, right? Like, if you're Pat, so you get multiple main characters from Uncharted. Or multiple characters from Uncharted. Um, and then you, during the battle, take the form of a custom character that you've made in any game. So, let's see. Which one of you fine fellows want to tackle this one first? Um, I'll go first. Let's go. I think my chances of success are higher than you guys. Oh, okay. Um, wow, well, fuck geez. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, with my group of heroes, my chances of success is like around 9 to 10. Oh, wow. Um, wow. wow. Who, who, who you got? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Got? <laughs> oh, what, what did you like to know? So, That's why I'm asking, um, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get there. All right, sorry, sorry. All right. Um... So yeah, so nine other, nine to ten, and I say that because I know Thanos and his army ain't got nothing on my Mean Greens army. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow, <laughs> they're gonna be recycled water bottles in no time. Those little plastic figurines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got nothing on the those miniature guys, man. <laughs> There's seemingly infinite of them too. They could just overwhelm him. Uh, just gather up on, on on them like a bunch of ants and just right. take them down, dude. Right, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, hard to beat. Hard to beat. What what else are you throwing at them though? Because those guys aren't. I don't think they're going to get you a nine out of ten success rate on their yeah. own. Mm-mm. Yeah. All jokes aside, I th- I would say like my group of people or like my group would be maybe like five out of maybe five to six. Okay, that's pretty but, good. Yeah, it's pretty fair, and I. Took like a few from my list, um, like from Darksiders. I have War and Death. Mm. Mm. Those are good. Those are gonna come in clutch. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty big deal right there. I think. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, no worries. I, I have death. death. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, you should bump your your scale up there. I would say those two guys alone. Yeah. Are, uh, <laughs> be enough. Yeah, I think you like a seven, at least. Okay. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with seven. I was just being polite, you know. Okay. Maybe an eight. I was kind of like factoring like the rest of the people I have, and that's probably what could have dropped it lower. Um, well, I mean, I have Spider Man. He's <laughs> the only. He's the only Marvel guy I got on my list. Uh, I got Jin from Ghost of Tsushima. He, he probably lasts a little bit, you know. I don't know if he can take on the whole army of space, you know, aliens, but he, he yeah, put what, up a fair fight. What exactly are we dealing with here? Because I'm not up to date on my... Oh, God. My... <laughs> oh, yeah. You like to watch these kind of movies. Okay, so oh. just, just the thing that's important to note here is that Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet, which is basically as it would sound like, a gauntlet, and within it are infinity stones, five of them, one of each, or each one controlling, like, a different area of space and time and, like, reality. It's pretty heady shit. Okay. And then, okay, and, and then the plot of the movie, spoiler alert for Avengers uh, Endgame here and for uh, Infinity War, but when he assembles the, the, the gauntlet, he's able to snap his fingers and half of the known or half of all life in the universe slash multiverse disappeared. So pretty big power here, okay? Wait, what? Yeah, he just killed half of everything in all of the universe with a snap. Does anybody 
Is it anybody going to have a chance? Well, the Avengers, spoiler, they took him down, dude. They took him down. And I'm not going to tell you how they did that. Pretty creative. You just but... snapped twice? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he he has an army or he has a, like a snapping ability? He's got, uh, he's got an army as well. <laughs> so he's What's got the snapping ability. He's got he's got he's got both. He's uh a jazzercising down the street with his yeah, army. What's, yeah. what's his army? They're a bunch of jazz tap dancers. Whirlers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so, so, all right. aliens and villains from like yeah the entire Marvel series. Like, okay. Yeah, like yeah. Are they like from, like the first Avengers movie? Um, what what, what else was there, calling? Uh, like the big bad there's that, that race isn't there the Kree or something they're helping him too or am I tripping out they're helping Loki in the first Avengers um, I, I can't remember if they came back and they were like his homies you know it looks like some mutated lizard dog <laughs> yeah that, that's true like <laughs> yeah oh man sounds like cannon fodder to, cannon fodder to war and death though what i'm getting out of it i mean yeah basically none of the generals or general like soldiers for thanos's army pose any threat to the heroes you're really just worried about thanos okay yeah okay okay cool anyway now that we got that cleared up um yeah daryl so you still think you're a six or a seven yeah i'll bump it up to six or a seven okay um okay yeah I think I got a, a good group of guys who can go toe-to-toe with Thanos. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got Batman. Batman's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I got Spider-Man. Spider-Man could definitely... You, you know how things went down in Endgame with Spider-Man. That's true. I mean, uh, I'm I'm pretty hyped about having him on my team as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I would give my team a six or a seven. Okay, that's pretty good. I like those odds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, and uh, how can I forget? And I have a uh, Blaskowitz from Wolfenstein. Too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna he say. BJ Blaskowitz is uh, <laughs> you can't count you can't count him out of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what the hell am I thinking? Come on now, come on. All right, very good. So we got a six or a seven from you, Eli. What are you feeling for your chances here? Okay, well, I'm not up to date on all this lore. I didn't know he was even a bad guy. Okay, wow. He I mean, kind of like where have you guy. been for like the last one? Do you need me to tell you these movies are out just like I need to tell you what's on Amazon now? You know? Uh, hey, by the way, no, go I... watch <laughs> go watch Iron Man. It came out in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty solid. I think you'll like it. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I would, I don't know. I was kind of tallying up the people I would have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you could take care of the uh, the cannon fodder cannon fodder as, as it was. That's such a weird word, dude. I don't even like saying it. Fodder. fodder. Cannon fodder. Uh, my fodder was a mutter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, probably not a great chance. You know, I was kind of going through, you know, you got pretty regular dudes right you got the mordor guy right sir galahad from the order 1886 he has some cool weapons that's got, pretty that's good you know, yeah got a, a cat a monster truck you know how helpful is that i don't know you got a hunter from bloodborne the, yeah. the, the hunter well, 
I think I would be the person that I would take the shape of. Oh, you get, yeah, it's um, a custom avatar. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So that would that would probably be what I chose okay. for that. Okay. Um maybe Duke Nukem could be riding in the monster truck. You got Laura Croft. Get all these, you know, weird a burly man. Mm. Burly man at sea. Mm-hmm. Got all these weird you know, it was hard to pick uh all the characters that that I have platinums in. But the big ones, I don't know who was the Terminator? We weren't the Terminator in. No, uh, you weren't John Connor. You were like yeah. someone else in there. You were just so a normal just dude in there. Another regular person. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd have a dirt bike. I'd have a jailbreaker from a way out. Uh, a nameless puzzle solver from the witness. You know, so not really a not really a great group of people. The what standouts, was... I guess. What? Sorry. What was the name of the main character from Control? You remember? Jesse. Jesse, Faden. yeah, Jesse Faden. So you'd have the you'd have the director of the FBC. He's yeah. got some cool shit. So yeah. just yeah. think about that yeah. for a sec. Yeah, she could probably. They could probably. We don't even know. We could snap a finger and you know. Right, half your team's gone. Right, everything away. into a when black the... hole. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, she could do that. I mean, they got that whole like weird goings on. Yeah, right? that's true. We don't really know what that's all about. We could snap and you know. Thanos could have never existed. That's true. <laughs> like in my universe. She wow. could be like the Wanda of like that whole team. Yeah. What's Wanda? Wanda? From WandaVision. Wanda definitely. Uh, oh she went toe to toe with uh, Thanos in that scene. Dude. She what? did. Yeah. Well, she's like Wanda? her. her uh, Isn't that like a talk show? It's uh, no, her name is the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Wendy's Wanda? But I don't actually know like what her powers are like from the comics because. She, I only know her from the movies, and they're still kind of developing her into like she just went from uh, being like going by her real name to now going by Scarlet Witch in WandaVision. So it's a newer like development. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry, and we're derailing here on a lot of Marvel. We yeah. gotta catch you up on a lot of Marvel shit in general. No, you don't. Yeah, we do. So <laughs> then there's, everyone in uh... the Discord message Eli all the plot for all the Marvel movies. Okay, just flood his feed. Just you know. Anyway, go ahead. I would so I would be the Bloodborne guy. The other like top notch. You did mention uh, Jesse Faden. That'd probably be good. Uh, I'd have a bunch of ships as well. You know, from Full Blast, Habroxia. Oh yeah, Inferno Two. Uh, so I'd have a decent fleet. I'd have some vehicles. Monster G- Monster Energy Supercross. I'd have a pro dirt bike rider. He could be doing backflips and shit, and the battle would look sick. Sure. Um, and then so I. I'd have a, a barbarian from uh, the Siberian. What the heck was that called? Uh, Siberia. Siberian, the time traveling warrior. So I do have a time traveling barbarian. So that that might be pretty badass. He's only like eight pixels tall. Mm-hmm. So that might might be more like the mean green situation where he just gets stepped on. But he's there. I, all right. Don't. You know, if I had a Lego game, though, you could have like the Legos all over the battlefield and no one would be able to, you know, fight. You could trip them all up with Legos. It's like the most painful thing in the world. Absolutely. Stepping, Stepping on a on Lego. Lego. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. I hate Thanos is done after that. Yeah. Uh, but the other cool thing is you can't really die as the Lego characters. Cause you just get reassembled, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're just, I mean, have you ever been able to break Dude. a Lego? I have not. <laughs> so, I, I have, yeah. I have Thanos Legos. Okay. So how about that? 
what kind of paradox do we end up in here? How do you have Thanos Legos? Like, what am I saying? Thanos Legos. How do you have that and you're not familiar with him? What are you talking about? Well, he's a... It's Legos. I don't know. Oh, because from your Marvel superheroes game? From my son. I don't know. I just got Legos. Oh, I thought you meant as on your team. I thought you meant on your team, dude, for a second. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But like, so I have... No, wait, I do. No, I don't have the platinum. Because I was going to do it with him. Yeah, get out of One here. One of the Lego that. Avengers games. But I have the Legos like in right, right behind me. The box is behind me of Thanos okay. Legos. So what happens if you have like that, uh, you know, Thanos versus Thanos? And they both snap. And that's hot, you know. That's first insane. of all. <laughs> Thanos on Thanos actually? Yeah. That's hot. That's so hot. Nice. I mean, first of all, let's take a minute. <laughs> take a breath. But uh, who knows? We'll have to revisit that. I don't know who would win in that scenario. And then uh, the near, the near chick, pretty badass. That would help. Um, I don't know what her one name of, is, but yeah, she's a good one too. Oh, a a two a b b two a one, something like that. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, one of the Diablo characters and Doom guy times two. Like I don't know who would second character be for a Doom guy, but uh. Those would be like the real team players. Oh, and Kratos. Too bad you don't have Kratos on your team, Colin. Man. I know. Those Ravens. Yep. Hell yeah. What are you going to do? You're right. Slide it in somewhere. You I, got, I got some good uh, I got some good players, though. Yeah, what do you got? I'm, I'm, all right. I'm going to give my answer. Probably like a four. Okay. Uh, I don't have War and Death, so I'm going to have to go four. That's good. That's still pretty decent odds. That's basically what I gave myself was a three and a half or a four. Mm. And... Yeah, I so I have all the. I was making a similar observation, I guess, to what you were, Eli. Where it's like a lot of my games platinums are just normal dudes, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, like what the Walking Dead characters, mine, the Minecraft characters, like even the Assassin's Creed assassins. When you compare them to Thanos, are just guys, right? Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, the main characters are badass, but they just are normal people. Same for Call of Duty. I mean, um, I guess so are the Avengers, aren't they? Well, they have powers, though. They're like they're superheroes. So I do have Spider-Man and I have Miles Morales. So those would both be in the in the front, like in in the prime. Um, I also have a Jedi. I have Cade from uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So that's pretty sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also have a fleet, like you were saying. I have a Hibroxia 1 and 2, so that's that's pretty lit. And I actually have a bunch of characters from Resident Evil because I've got a lot of plats in those. And then Uncharted, you know, I'd have the full cast there. Sully, Drake, Elena, which is kind of interesting. They're not going to do anything, but they're there. And uh, You got, got the a- platinum in one, two, three? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I just don't have the 100% like Pat does. So I didn't no, do the didn't. the hardest. Oh, hardest yeah, one. the brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, I also got Jesse Faden, so that's cool. Um, and I have Samurai Jack and the Doom Slayer and a Nephilim from Diablo. So those are all key players. And, you know, I'm not really quite sure what Spyro would do in this scenario or uh, the person from Fall Guys, your character there. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, it's kind of random. Uh, <laughs> that, could be the, that could be the you. Yeah. You that, be your, I might want, <laughs> creative character. I might want to change my answer to make my make my character that, my, my mm. Fall Guys bean. Of, of who my custom avatar would be. Previously, I'd mm. said my Skyrim character, but this is way better. Uh, so I will be the Fall Guys mean. And I give myself, like I said, a 3.5 or a 4. So, yeah, good question, though. Look at that. 
we got some some good discussion there. So thank you very oh, much for that, Maximum. It, d- Go it ahead. does say custom character in any game. You don't have to have platinum that game. Right. That's why I said Skyrim initially. So I was like, oh, it's you know, it's not on PlayStation for me, but it's any character. So hmm. yeah, the interesting. The Bloodborne Hunter is a good answer though, because then you're still pretty effective, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. You're just a guy again, though. You know. That's true. That's true. Or a girl. Well, anywho, anywho, I can't, I can't think of like a tr- like a like a all powerful character I created. So yeah, most of the games where you create your own character, it's a pretty like standard affair. So that would yeah. make sense. But either way, like we said, thank you for that question, though. Good stuff, Maximum. Mm-hmm. All right, our next one comes to us from Skrillis. Eli, why don't you read this one off for us? What do we got here? Oh, sure thing. Yeah. What are four games that you absolutely love but will never platinum simply either because of the time or the difficulty of the trophy list? Oh, boy. What you got, CK? Oh, boy. All right. So we had a a question that was kind of similar to this before, but the the thing that I think distinguishes this one out is that it's a game that you love, which means for me, like, I've played it and I've beaten it with one caveat, which we'll get into. And uh, anyway, so it's it's also what for me, I'm going to keep it on the PlayStation ecosystem because I was thinking like you could just kind of cheese this question and be like, oh, I'll never platinum it. And I love it because there's no platinum in it. Ha ha. But no, I didn't didn't really seem like what uh, what he was asking about. So my first game that I picked is GTA five, which I think is a pretty surprising pick for me. A lot of people will be like, what the hell? You know, Red Dead two shitter game. We've talked about that. But I'm I'm really looking forward actually to the definitive edition of the original trilogy. And I have played a little bit of Vice City, the OG on PS4. I played uh GTA four on Xbox three sixty and I played GTA five on Xbox three sixty. I actually bought it launch day at, at GameStop in North Carolina when I was going to grad school. And I remember spending like the entire weekend instead of studying and working on projects <laughs> playing GTA five. I really loved the game. And I thought it was just awesome. Like the map is huge and fun to explore. All the things that we love about GTA, there's comedy in the writing, you know, pretty interesting set piece missions and heists. So anyway, uh, it's just too big for me is the reason why I would never go for the platinum. That's what she said. So that's a, a time and somewhat difficulty of the list pick for me. The second one was The Evil Within. And that's another game that I played on Xbox One. So I don't actually have any trophy percentage on it in PlayStation, but I've played and I beat the game and I thought it was great. It was really freaky and really weird. And the story was told in a really like unusual way, like where you were questioning if what you were being told was real, if what you were seeing was real. And so you could just never really feel comfortable. I think you were always on edge in that game. And yeah, that's what I loved about it. So it's too scary for me to go back and plat though. And there's the Akuma difficulty or Akumu difficulty where it's like a one hit death on super hard for the whole game. So that's a no. And then the last two I picked here were the original doom. And this one's an easy explanation because I'm stuck at 90% and there's a trophy, a gold trophy for beating the game on nightmare in co-op mode and nightmare. There's infinitely spawning enemies. There's way less ammo. You, you take way more damage and you, I don't think you can do it online. Maybe they changed it, but I believe you have to do a couch co-op, and I just don't have anyone uh, who lives near me who would do that. So that's a stuck at 
And then my my last yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of sad. And uh, my my last little answer is uh, Diablo Two Resurrected, and that's my cop out one because I've actually not played this, but I I feel like I would love it given how I feel about Diablo Three and like the style of game that it is, and I just I I'm pretty sure I would love it, but I've seen that that list is like insane and has a huge grind. So those are my answers. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're nice. Yeah. What do you got, Daryl? Uh, for me, uh, this game said this question asks what are four games that you absolutely love, and the games that I haven't platinum, they're not games I really like or love. Yeah. Um. So it was mm-hmm. kind of hard for me to pick games that I love that I haven't already platinumed. I'm just gonna pick games that I know I probably won't platinum just because you know, of time or um, difficulty with the trophy list. With the first one being Call of Duty Black Ops Four, mm. uh, this is one that I want to get back into, but uh, it's just there's so many other games I want to play, and this one is it's just gonna be too rough for me to to push through. It was fun when you and I played Colin, but like that whole excitement of wanting to play the game is kind of like faded for me at this point <laughs> yeah uh so that's probably one that i won't platinum uh the other one is gta 5 as well oh nice it's just Let's so go. much that has come out after the base game and you know like i i really like to do 100 percent completion with the games that i play and gta 5 just has so much content after base game and i think um pat the trophy hunter also mentioned that there's like one of the heists on there that's pretty challenging if you don't have like a well-coordinated group to play with yeah and um gta 5 is just a massive game and i don't know if i have the time to play that Uh, another one for me that i chose was metal gear solid 5 phantom pain oh that's a good one i'm not sure yeah, I played it uh, a while back, but I just never picked it up again, and yeah, I don't know why. I, I know it's quite an extensive game to play, Yeah, and for me, it's just, I don't know if I have the time to play it, so I, I've always played like the Metal Gear games, and I know that they're pretty long games, so just playing it now with all the other games I have in my backlog, it would just be kind of challenging for me to to play it at this point yep and let's see let's see i don't know if i have a fourth game mgs5 oh. is a or m yeah right mgs that's a good one i hadn't hadn't thought of that yeah metal gear solid yeah for sure that that's a game that uh it's gonna take a lot of time yeah and i, I don't know how difficult the trophy list is but i don't remember them being too challenging in the past but I've actually I've only played one Metal Gear game ever, and it was uh, Twin Snakes on GameCube. So I'm just curious. I have been curious about the game for a long time. And uh, oh, interesting. So it's a five out of ten difficulty, uh, one playthrough, but it's 130 hours. So it's it's grindy. And uh, the interesting thing I've never noticed this before. The guide on PSN profiles got the Guide of the Year 2015 banner on it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. I didn't even know they did that. Pretty cool. Anyway, sorry for the uh, the tangent there. 
Oh, it's all good, brother. Um, I guess I'll just say um, Dead by Daylight. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, I mean, there. I think out of the base game, there's like I don't even know. There's like at least over a hundred trophies. I don't remember how much is in the base game, but just being like, you know, with my completionist mindset, I would definitely try to get a hundred percent. Just not having a hundred percent would bother me. So I would probably say that's like one game I know I won't ever platinum. Sure. Because I, I want to get like all the trophies before I get the platinum. Or I mean, I could get the base the base game platinum, but yeah, I'm speaking off on a tangent right now. So I would say Dead by Daylight. That's a good one. Also, a really solid choice. Yeah, challenging list too. And I think Skrillis I don't, has the platinum in that, or he's close. Anyway, yeah, go ahead, Eli. What were you saying? I don't think there's a game that Daryl can't platinum. I don't think so either. Sorry, I just choked on my <laughs> beer, which we'll get into a little bit later. But the astute listener will have already heard him mention what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. Regardless, yeah, regardless, he used it. Yep. If, uh... Anyways. What you got there, friend? What you got for us? So, I was in the same uh, situation as Daryl with, uh, you know, not loving any games that uh, that I haven't, uh, that I won't platinum, but especially as of late, because I won't, you know, I won't really start a game like the Diablo 2 things. Like, I'm not even going to try it because I'm not going to platinum it. Right. You know, and I bought, I bought, um, Fuck is that called, dude? BJ Blaskovich. Oh, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, Wolfenstein 2. I bought Wolfenstein 2 on um, Xbox because I know I'll never get the platinum. But you want to play so it. So it's like yeah. situations <laughs> like that. And then, you know, with the, the caveat of it being on PlayStation, um, it was kind of tough. But I did go through my list and look at games and kind of pick them in a similar manner. But um, there is one that I have started that I don't exactly look love because i haven't played it a ton because i know i won't platinum it but skater xl um big fan of the you know skating games big for me growing up yeah Uh, and that has that absolutely ridiculous trophy that we did the math on where you'd have to literally keep your playstation running for like a month straight if with your controls rubber banded basically sure yeah, that um, that was ridiculous. I remember you explaining that. Yeah, or it was like a, it was like a year's worth of work days if you did it while you were at work. Right. Um. So that one will never happen, and I like the idea of the skating game, so I chose that. And another one that I will not actually doesn't have a platinum now. That I think about it, but even if it did, uh, Warframe. Uh, a pretty oh, big yeah. fan on PC. Very fun to play on PC. Um. Don't really want to get into it on PlayStation because there's not a platinum and there's a lot of expansions and it would take a very long time to even get all of those. Um, and it's I don't think it's as fun on a controller, IMO. Sure. Um, but so Warframe. That's and then a great, that's uh, a really good one too. Wow. You know, gotta toss out Horizon Chase Turbo. Not what? saying I love it, but never gonna platinum it. God, you're such a wuss. Just go play it. <laughs> it's it's so not easy. It. Not it. Uh, um, some other honorable mentions, like For Honor, I thought was a really cool idea. Ha uh-huh. ha. Um, very there. unique. What? Honorable mentions for Honor. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, some some of the Borderlands, 
very long, grindy. Like I started, we started the pre-sequel. Yeah. I'll never platinum that. It's ridiculous. But it was I fun do just like to beat the those game. style of games. Go ahead. What's that? I, no, yeah, I cut you off. I was just saying, like, it was fun to just beat the game. I liked like playing it during that month when you guys were both yeah. playing it too. But yeah, the list yeah. is not good. But no, thank you. Yep. Uh, and then of course, Destiny was also fun on PC, but I'll never, I'll never get that. And well, The Witcher, The Witcher Three looks cool. I mean, I got fucking squashed by that fucking Griffin in the field, and that was the end of it for me. But <laughs> the tutorial <laughs> fight. <laughs> Shut up, dude! I'm not tutorial, dude. Nah, it, 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 I, it was definitely not a tutorial fight. It's, but it's like the first area on the map that you go to. Yeah, it's your first like area boss for sure. So, but yeah, those are those are the standouts for me. That I games that I slightly like. Yeah, no, those are uh, all really good choices. All pretty long games. A lot of games of service games, too, I think, as a mm -hmm. theme. So, mm -hmm. yeah, good stuff. Thank you for that question, Skrillis. Much appreciated, sir. Alrighty, so this next question comes to us from Slugger. Daryl, do you want to read this one off? Sure. So, Slugger wants to know, if Sony made another handheld device, would we buy it? What features would you want to see on it? Hmm. Yes, I would buy it. Okay, all right. Well, how come? If the, <laughs> if the price is right. Because I missed out on all the other ones, dude. Vita's dying. Like, I can't get that now. I thought about getting one. Me too, actually. Um, A while back. And it's just like, I kind of, uh, you know, it's a decent amount of money for something I probably won't use. Because I think I might have said it on here before. But, like, the the allure of playing games wherever you want just never clicks with me in like every yeah. day like i'm just like <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna take it to work <laughs> you know what i mean yeah play on I'm not my lunch sitting break. at work playing games or like you know sitting on my couch when i could just be sitting at this chair playing games it's just like it never never uh you know works out but it's the allure of like yeah i can play anywhere yeah but uh yeah i would have to check out the new version um i don't know exactly what what feature i'd want to see on it um other than you know the base playstation features i don't want any wackadoodle gimmick like touch screen on the back or the fuck was on the vita i don't need any of that yeah um i don't know if you guys have seen the new stream handheld the uh steam deck the is it steam deck yeah the steam Did deck? i say stream you said stream but you mean steam right their new handheld yeah yeah is that steam deck mm-hmm Okay. Yeah, yeah, that. It's fucking basically a PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's yeah, pretty yeah. cool, right? It's freaking badass, dude. I know. The prospect of playing your Steam library on the go. Pretty dude, it's a PC. Yeah, pretty sweet. I'm trying to find some specs here. My thing is, though, yeah. the games that I have on PC and that I tend to play on here whenever I rarely do are ones that I do want to play with a mouse and keyboard. And so taking it handheld, I just wonder how that works. I wonder about, and there's probably answers to these questions as far as the Steam Deck, but I wonder about, you know, is every game in my library compatible or is it pretty selective? How do, those kinds of things. Like, no, I, I don't computer. know. It's yeah. a computer. It's a computer. Right, but, you know, it's am I going to play, like, play Half-Life oh, with to. my with the steam deck i'm gonna be able to play half-life on there even though you yeah. can't play with a controller on steam through the computer 
Yeah. That's so weird. Very cool. If that's yeah. the case. Well, they have like touchpad stuff that is supposed to simulate a mouse. They've well, they're working on some new, new top-notch technology. Oh wow, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so you're a yes though. You would get it. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a, yeah. interesting. I would not. I was not expecting that. Well, uh, I don't know. Probably just get the Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Daryl? Is this a yay or nay? Uh, for me, it's going to be a nay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, like, I haven't had a handheld device in years. So I'll say the last one I had was the Game Boy. And, I mean, actually, I like, I do have a 3DS, but I hardly play it. I haven't played yeah. it in years. Don't try to so hide the 3DS from us. <laughs> you're playing it every night we know it yeah come on pokemon i do have a pokemon on there it's uh -huh. one of those weird versions I don't, I don't know what they come out it's like ruby or something i have pokemon moon on the 3ds i don't even know what what pokemons are out there i just know the brand i don't really fucking know, know anymore dude <laughs> yeah i love pokemon no, they're gold. og but i don't know what the hell's going on yeah it's just too much right now but yeah it would be a no for me just because I would just have another console in my hand to play. And mm -hmm. things didn't work out too well when I had both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. At one point, it just came down to me picking one over the other. So, for, you know, for me to put money into something. And, I mean, if the price is right, like Eli said, then maybe. But, like, just have another console. And knowing how things went in the past with like my Xbox One and the 3DS I have, I don't really see myself playing you know, another device other than my PlayStation 5, which I got recently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and like as far as features I want to see on it, I don't know because <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of uh, what kind of features. Like I mean, I've only played the Game Boy, and that's it. A little bit of the 3DS, so I don't know what features could be added on there. Yeah, my answer would be no as far as getting one from Sony if mm -hmm. they ever came out with one. That's that's maybe a good like call. maybe like VR, VR handheld. Oh, that'd that would be, be the that'd next. Be nuts. That would that would be the next feature. Yeah, that's yeah, that'd be insane. It's like the Oculus the Go. They got it on the, the Go. Quest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But the console basically lives on your eyes. It's like the whole thing is like right on the headgear. Um, mm -hmm. yeah I, so I, I like I'm kind of with you Eli where like I have considered getting the Vita in the past ultimately decided not to same thing with like the, I was like maybe I even get like a PSP <laughs> and like go like even oh, older because there's a bunch I of games about on there getting that PS phone dude oh yeah dude you got some options that would be sick all these old I technologies and ultimately though like <laughs> I don't it's like you where I have these lofty goals for my 3DS and my Switch my Switch, I've played handheld maybe five times. Maybe. Like, it is always docked. Like, and, and for me, I just want them to make a console. Like, a non... Like, I don't want it to switch between the two different types of play. Like, just give me the docked-only version. You know, I'll buy that. And uh, the 3DS, I've, like, played a little more recently. And I do enjoy it as, like, an escape from trophy hunting and from the metagame stuff it's just kind of like relaxing and just play through the game i'm just trying to beat the game that's it no guides you know whatever so so that part of it is fun and there's a ton of games actually on the 3ds if you have one daryl like the library is huge there so just kind of every once in a while getting a P like a 3ds game and playing through it i've i think it's pretty enjoyable i did that for like a year when i first got it and uh 
Yeah, but I would want, if, if I did get one, and I don't think I would either, I'm kind of leaning towards no, but if I did get one, I would, you know, for sure want it to have trophy functionality, access to a store where I could download games, and ideally for me would be like, hey, here's our handheld device that plays PS2 and PS3 games. Like, let me play your old games on there. I don't want mm. you to try to, like, dumb down fucking Returnal and have it run on on a handheld device you know like i i just i because i would i don't want to play that kind of game on the go anyway you know if it's a truly well-produced triple a title from a first second party studio i just want to play it on my ps5 or ps4 you want to know that you don't have to dumb it down that's stream mm-hmm. that's stream deck steam deck stream deck it's an elgato thing yeah, yeah. the steam deck has a 60 hertz dude like you don't gotta dumb anything down it's already better than playstation 5 dude sure yeah yeah no no i'm i just mean in terms of you know like the it's always the conversation anyway i think we've had it with like the switch right like yeah the switch can play doom but do i want to play doom on the switch no why mm-hmm. like it <laughs> seems awful you know so stuff i i don't care about those those are not why i own a switch those games or and not why i own a 3ds right it's for mm-hmm those specific titles and if they did that and they're like hey our whole or like a huge library of like ps2 games and ps3 games are available and you can download them to the handheld from the e-shop and there's trophies like that mm-hmm. would get me to do it some sort of like retro handheld device so but for the time being if it was just like here's a new handheld no i would not get one mm-hmm. but yeah thank you for that slugger that's a, another good question there much appreciated sir much appreciated so this next one comes to us from Visible Banana. And another hypothetical here. He says, if Sony designed a program to reward you for getting Platinums, how would that affect your trophy hunting style and behavior, if at all? What do you got for this one, Eli? Me? Yeah, you, and then we'll go Daryl, and then I'll go last. Uh, You know, it would depend on the reward. If it was, uh, you know, cash money, I would... Uh... Get a lot more platinums. <laughs> I, quit my, I quit my job. You'd have to pay for new games to platinum, though, to earn the money. Yeah, it depends on what the reward is. If right. It's like $1,000 of platinum, I'd be quitting my job. Well, yes, sure. Like, if I could make a living trophy hunting, sure. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would do that. I'd probably hate myself, but I would do yeah. it. Now, if it was just, like, avatars, uh, like we've discussed in the past, that would be, like, an easy thing for them to start giving away instead of money like they used to. Yeah. Um that probably wouldn't change anything because I would like to have like it's just like an addition to the games that I want to platinum. It's like sick. Now I can be my avatar. Yeah. Uh, check this out. I got this platinum. I got this special avatar. Um but I wouldn't like go after um well maybe I would go after some certain avatars, but it wouldn't uh you know, I don't think I would change too much of my style. Uh, I would still play games I want to play that are easily platinumed. I don't know if I would get nuts and try some crazy game that's hard just for just for uh, you know a small cosmetic reward. But um, other than that, uh, yeah, unless it, unless it, unless I can quit my job, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you don't uh, care. I'm, yeah, I'm not changing much <laughs> for sure. For, for sure. <laughs> what about you, Daryl? What do you think? Yeah, I'm feeling the same way as Eli. I don't know if it will really affect my trophy hunting style or behavior. I I would like there for like a program to be in place 
or you get rewarded for getting platinums. That's something that we've always talked about in the past. Uh, it would definitely be like the cherry on top for me, like some of the games that I played. Like, you know, getting a platinum is just not enough. You know, I wish there was something more. These games, like like the Witness or you know, Dark Souls, you know, those were pretty tough games, and just getting the platinum like was great and all, but like sometimes I felt like there was something more that you know we could have yeah. got from it. You're like, look at look at you me, know? world. Like this is dope, <laughs> and everyone's like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's basically yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it feels like. Everyone's just like, what's the big deal? And you're like, dude, that was hard. Someone say something. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Shut up, man. No one cares. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, it would it would feel great to like get some, rewarded for stuff like that, like you know, like a theme or avatar stuff like that, or maybe like on your profile, maybe there's like something where you can get like I don't know, maybe like like a emblem or something. I don't sure. Know. Like yeah. on Reddit, you know, like how they they um award you stuff or like your posts and things like that yeah you get flair and like like that yeah like little badges that'd be cool Mm -hmm. yeah yep i think if they can do that that'd be great but yeah as far as like the question itself i don't think you know a program if if that were ever to come in 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 the future would really affect me i'll i usually play all sorts of games for fun or for trophy hunting that's fair yeah i think like you guys, it depends for me on the reward and it would have to be a pretty substantial like monetary reward for me to like change my behavior at all. But I was thinking about this, this cool like program or actually a couple of them. So like Nintendo switch in the eShop there, I don't, it maybe it's 3ds. I've not actually bought much on that. I just like that it exists on that storefront. But anyway, you get like points when you buy first party games in the form of currency called gold coins. And you can use them as like discounts on your subsequent purchases through the eShop. And I think that's really cool. So if they did something where it's like, hey, when you get a platinum, your next purchase gets 2% off, right? And you can stack it up to 50%. And then when you get to that 50%, you can't earn anymore until you buy something from the shop. And then your counter starts over again. So every 25 platinums, you get 50% off of a purchase, right? Like, I don't know, like something like that would be really cool. And the other thing I think would be sweet is if they had, a, if Sony, and this is more of like a Sony PS5 thing that would be cool, is like there should be a social space where I would love this idea of like, okay, I'm in first person mode and I have like a room that I am decorating and like organizing and displaying trophies from the games that I have like platinums in. And when you get the platinum in the game, you would get either the trophy to display in that room or it would give you like a decorative piece for that room like beating the witcher you would get like a monster head on like a you know like they'd hang like a deer head in the lodge but it'd be a monster head you could put that up in your room uh you beat you know or you platinum days gone you get a motorcycle that you can display in your room right shit like that and then be able to invite your friends to come see your space right and vice versa so you could like show it off to people that would be fucking sweet and with PSVR and PSVR 2, they could make it first-person and VR compatible. So, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of things that they should be doing that I'm surprised that they're really not to incentivize this and make people care more about the metagame. But that it would have to take that style of a reward for me to start, like, changing my behavior. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I remember Xbox doing something like that. Like, your avatar itself 
can deck out your avatar with like different things you've unlocked from other games. Mm-hmm. So you didn't like have like like a meta room to show off everything you've collected, but like your avatar itself can like show off everything you've earned. So like maybe you've earned like a t-shirt from Left 4 Dead or like I remember Limbo had like a little demonic dog. Yes. Like that would like run around you. Yeah. Or like things like that. that you got like a like, uh, helmet and shit from Skyrim, I think, or Gears. I remember. Yeah, there's, yeah, it was cool stuff like that. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. The thing is, like, what the things I liked the most about the PS4 rewards was when games gave you a theme. And on PS5, you can't fucking display themes. So even that as a reward is out now. Like, what? Like, then what is the point? <laughs> so, anyway, good Wasn't, question. Didn't they do games like that? Didn't they have a PlayStation like chill zone or some shit like that? They, I, you know what? You you might be right. Like I've heard of a social like PlayStation yeah. Home or something before. I don't know, but like, I'm talking this about always flop. Not having it as a game, just having it as a feature of your PlayStation. Like you have, you're a PlayStation user. You have this room. Like, that mm-hmm. you can go into and view whenever you want from your home screen. Ideally, that's what I see when I fucking turn on my PS5. And then I look at the shelf or I go over to the TV or whatever and I select the game I'm going to play and it launches that way. I would much, that's way cooler and much more interactive to me than just po- popping up some window with a bunch of fucking advertisements on it from games I don't even own and then just having to go up to my cross media bar and, and play a game, you know? So, anyway. You can turn those off, by the way. All right. Well, the game, okay. The games that you follow. <laughs> Is that true? That's great. Yeah, I turned the games off. I don't follow. Oh, that's really smart. Okay, you're, I'm gonna have to figure out how to do that because I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you for that question, Visible. Pretty cool stuff there, sir. We got one from uh, someone close to our hearts here. We got one from B Down, and he writes mm-hmm. in and he asks, "What is our favorite season and why?" Who wants to go first? I think I fucked up because I read another one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but who? No, who no. Yeah, yeah. You didn't fuck up. I think I, uh, I think I did. Anyway, <clears throat> it was beautiful delivery. Eli, go ahead. What's your favorite season and why? Uh, dude, that's a really tough one. Because like, so out here in California, we don't have seasons, so it's kind of weird. Um, and so, and I'm also like, that makes me really miss winter because I miss snow. And uh, snow days, staying in, um, you know, with family and hot chocolate and all that good stuff, you know, by the fire, playing yeah. games, yeah, uh, like board games and stuff, or you know, video games. Yeah, when you um, got older. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool, but it also kind of sucks because you got to shovel snow and it ruins your car and it's cold like I am now. Um, so yeah, falls also very beautiful, but, and I'm a fan of, you know, not, you know, sweat my balls off in the summer. (laughs) So (laughs) you don't say, (laughs) yeah, no, I do say I'm a fan of not sweating my balls off in the summer. (laughs) So <laughs> spring and fall are pretty cool. I like the transition months because you get a little little bit of each. And I'm really torn. I'm really torn right now between spring and fall. Um, hmm. You know, normally spring, like in Pennsylvania, where you where you have normal seasons, uh, spring. 
what is it? April showers bring May flowers. So it Correct. rains a lot in spring, right? It's typically r- rainy. So that's not really like ideal. So I guess fall it is. Oh shit, dude. Settling on the fall. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, it's, it's only fitting. We are, we are in the fall right now and uh, Spooktober. So, mm-hmm. hey, it's a lot yeah, of love in the fall. Spooktober, October, Halloween, my birthday, Thanksgiving. All yeah. the good stuff's here anyways. My son's birthday, my mom's birthday, your yeah. birthday. My birthday, your birthday, our birthday. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's birthday. <laughs> what about you, Daryl? What, what's your favorite season? Uh, for me, it was winter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, winter is great. It's just, I mean, who can argue? Winter, Christmas, being with family. Um, I, had, I had a lot of good memories with with winter, the season. Sure. But um, lately, I've been li- liking spring a lot. Mm. Spring is just like. You know, some great weather can be out doing a lot of things. You get your days are longer. Um, like one thing with winter, I don't really like as much. It's just the shorter days and the longer nights, especially with the, with the, the recent time change coming up. I, I just miss being outside and seeing the light compared to like the darkness at like six o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, yeah spring is great. True. I love spring. I mean, out here in the valley where we live, you know, it's, it's very nice out. It's a really good drive through the, you know, through the, the later part of the day. And um, yeah, spring. I would say spring for me is probably like my favorite season right now. That's a good one. I'm glad we have some different answers between the three of us because mine is also fall like Eli's. So yeah, spring is, is a good season. I, I, it's probably, it's not my second favorite actually. Winter is probably my second favorite. And then summer is for sure my least favorite, but uh, yeah, I like spring. I really do. But I would say fall as well. Just like Eli, you said, there's a lot of things that are in this, this couple month period here. Like Stephanie's birthday is right in the beginning of fall. Then my birthday, my dad's birthday, Thanksgiving, which we usually, for most people, means at least a long weekend or a little more time off of work, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. like, Christmas, which we're fortunate and we have usually a decent chunk of time off around that time of the year if we want it. And uh, I know other companies do that, too. So I love that part of it and, like, Christmas Eve and Christmas. And, like, Christmas for me, growing up as an only child in a really small family, always had memories of gaming because it was, like... I'd spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with my parents and like my aunt maybe and my grandma. And then like my gift, I always asked for some game, of course, ever since I was like super young. So that evening, Christmas evening, I would always go get to play my game. And you're not, you know, going back to school. So it's just like, yeah, I really like that time of year. So I was very tempted to say winter as well. But really, it's like my favorite months are October, November and December in terms of the weather like the changing leaves and how the sky like just seems darker. You know, there's a different kind of hint of blue than it is in the summer, which when it's much more like light blue and vibrant, it's just kind of dark. There's like longer shadows. Like it just looks really cool outside. And I, you know, since I love so many outdoor or indoor activities, I should say like, you know, it's perfect time of year to do that. So yeah, my answer is fall as well. And I'm really happy that we're getting into a cold and, 
rainy time of the year. I absolutely love it. So, you know what's kind of bonkers, dude? What's that? That like, so there's more days of summer in September than there are June. That is weird. <laughs> it just it just doesn't yeah, sit right, it, you know. It doesn't feel right, does it? Yeah, because no. it you know when you're in school, it's June, July, August is summer, but right. summer doesn't start till June 21st. Wow, that is very weird. And that made me look up winter. Winter is so, December 21st till March 21st. So the fall is December. Oh yeah, pretty much. Like you know, Christmas week is when it becomes winter. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah, March till March. So like. Really, January, February, March is your big winter month. That's winter, yeah. Wow, my yeah. mind's blown. According, <laughs> according to the astronomical, it's season. correct. Don't question. Yeah, it, we're not, not going to start the, questioning dates here in 2021. Well, <laughs> there's different calendars. There's meteorology. Oh, meteorological sure, sure. season and the the solar Celtic seasons. So that a bit wow. different. But the one we go by. Correct. Is, uh, in the Western world for the last astronomical. Years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, guy. Anyway, let's get into the last question that we have from Patreon. This one comes to us from Pat the Trophy Hunter. Daryl, why don't you read this one off for us? Yeah. So Pat the Trophy Hunter wants to know, if you had your say in the design of the next next-gen console, PS6, what is the feature from the current version you would remove a feature from the current version you will absolutely want to keep, and a feature from the PS5 doesn't have that you would want added. Okay, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Uh, okay, so let, let me see. I have a pretty quick little like trifecta here. So removing from the PS5, for me, I well, my real answer, <laughs> those fucking ads, but apparently you can turn those off. So the, the other thing I would want to remove would be the trophy cards or the hints. And that's not really because they're broken or they're bad necessarily, although it does take time away from the developers, you know, and they already can't really seem to care about trophies most of the time anyway. So now you're asking them to make little guides for them and put them in the game. But anyway, I don't use them. I don't think they're particularly helpful. Uh, and I think that having PS5 trophies and power picks guides and those kinds of videos for me is always my preferred method to go through and get hints for what I'm playing. So it just it seems kind of extra, and uh, but they did work really well. I did want to shout out in Astro's Playroom when I did use them. That's probably the only time I've actually used them. And uh, a feature from the PS5 I'd absolutely want to keep is the quick access bar with the voice and party chat. So if you double click the home button really fast, you'll pull up your voice parties like menu options, and in there you can individually adjust the volume of people in your party. I think that's awesome. And I actually didn't even know it existed until about, you know, four days ago. So good shit right there, Sony. Really like that. Definitely would want to keep it. And uh, in general, I feel like their party system is is pretty good now. Although I can't wait for Discord implementation. But yeah, and then the thing that the PS5 doesn't have that I would want added, of course, we talked about themes, right? Like we spent money on some of those for, for a few of us. And it's like we just can't display them or we got them as rewards for platinuming a game and we can't display them feels pretty shitty and so i want those back and i also want folders to come back and mm. allow me to organize shit i mean come on you know mm -hmm. so anyway that's what i got eli what do you have for this okay so first of all we the next console would have definitely have 14 motherfucking 40p what the hell is wrong with them dude yeah how can you not put that in yeah 
This is absolute bonkers. <laughs> How do you not have that? It is a pretty big oversight. For sure. Mind blown, dude. Absolutely mind blown. That needs that should be in this. The next newest patch, whatever. Like if it's not, it'll be on PS6 because I will be designing it. Okay. So don't <laughs> you guys work. <laughs> okay. All right, sir. Whatever yeah. you say. The other thing we got to do, get rid of them flaps, dude. What is this? This white flaps on the side of the console. Got to go. Got to be smaller, sleeker. Got to look a little better. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Bigger than my PC, dude. I don't particularly love the look of it. And it doesn't even have 1440p and it's bigger than my PC. Can you imagine? That's true. Aye, aye. You got, I got riled up thinking about that 1440p, dude. I know. You can't have it. You I can't stand fire by it. Under my ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, as far as something that could stay, um, I do like the UI for the most part on the PS5. Like, the store is pretty nice. It's all right there. Um, they give you uh, more collages of games. That's not the right word. Like, collections. You know, they give you, like, what's new, what's coming out, uh, you know, the store is way better than four. So I think that the way that works and, you know, the the uh, the party stuff's pretty good getting into chat. And, you know, I feel like so it really threw people off was the uh, the the home, the PS button. But it's honestly it makes more sense the way it is now, as long as you get used to, like, switching the the uh, the single press and the long press. Sure. Yeah. As far as taking you back to home, it makes. Yeah. Makes yeah. a lot more sense. I, yeah, my brain is just, I haven't, it's not muscle memory yet compared to mm. the PS4. I mean, I had the PS4 mm -hmm. for like so long. I had it for mm -hmm. like six years. So it's just yeah. kind of ingrained. Yeah, I think the UI in general is pretty good, uh, yeah. except the themes and the, uh, and the folders should come back. Or they should just be replaced by a trophy room, except people that don't trophy hunt kind of get fucked on that. So yeah. 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 Interesting. Those are my Cool. Those are mine. Daryl, what do you got for this one? Uh, I could probably only answer two of the different questions within this big question. Okay. I haven't really experimented with the PS5. I'll say I've played it for maybe like a week since I've owned it. Uh, so haven't really been able to experiment with it a whole bunch. So as far as like the features from the current version that were removed, I don't know. I uh, still need some time with it. Yeah. A uh, feature from that I will want to keep is uh, probably what you guys have said. That's my answer as well. The, just that quick access, access bar being able to like, you know, have that um, different options displayed at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that a whole lot. Just being able to stay within my game and kind of like look at messages or trophies all while ha still having my game screen up. That was something that really irritated me on the PS4 is just having to switch back and forth between different uh, different things. So I, I would absolutely want to keep that. And this is why I wanted to ask you guys because a feature that the PS5 doesn't have that I would like added is something I kind of ran into the other day while playing Days Gone. So I was doing a collectible trophy and I had it on my trophy tracking. Oh, yeah. And okay. So... I was collecting things, but it wasn't like populating as like you have collected three out of a hundred or whatever, like one of those type of trophies. So I don't know if 
trophy tracking is tracking that particular stat or is just like that's one trophy you've selected off the list and it and like that's like the trophy you're like going after uh do you guys know if it like tracks like everything you collect and displays that to you on on the trophy tracking feature I think it's supposed to if it has that feature. Exactly. But yeah. I don't think all of the collectible trophies have that feature. Okay. That's right. It, it, you'll, you can see it in the, uh, in the list in the mobile app, right? If it has a counter there, it'll keep track of it. Okay. Like in the, the name of the trophy. Done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just showed me like the percentage I've gotten for that game. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's like tracking it by percentage or like act like physically how much i've collected sure or maybe i don't understand that feature entirely yeah but, uh, it was kind of weird i was like wait i've collected like 10 already but it's not showing 10 hmm. like out of 100 i've collected already that is weird huh like i, I think said, it's... i haven't really experimented with it a whole lot so i might be getting this feature all mixed up well, yeah, I mean, it's you're you still haven't you don't have a ton of time with the console, but I'm sure you'll yeah we'll get an answer soon next episode or the one after we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't typically use that those that bar with all the trophies on it. Same, it's kind of a mess because I don't think the uh, you know it's not smart enough to like know the trophy details. Um, I was always getting weird stuff to play like. Play some more uh, Doom Eternal multiplayer. You're working towards this trophy. And I just kind of ignored all that stuff. Yeah. But I think especially uh, you're playing Days Gone. And since it's like an older game, that like tracking feature might not work. I know it works in, in Demon Souls with the, uh, the rings and uh, miracles and spells. Correct. And it also those, works in Ratchet those... with the collectibles there. Right, those take up their newer games. So I think it just depends on the way it's the game was developed. Is oh, okay. Yeah. For the trophy tracking. I don't yeah. I work like for PS five games better compared to like PS four generation games. Right. Yeah, that would make sense if that was the case. And I think it is. Well, Pat, thank you for that question. And of course, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and to the question submitters. Much appreciated. Hopefully you guys enjoyed those conversations. The good good meaty discussion there. Remember you can check it out, patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast if you want to support and submit your own questions. So go on over there and check out our different tiers. And uh we hope to see you over there. Now, it's been a long time coming, okay? We've been waiting to hear how the fuck some of the things we've been playing have been going, specifically from Daryl, right? We haven't heard from him in about a month. So the people need to know, okay? Let's get into the meat and potatoes of what's going on here. Let's get into what we've been playing in October. Quick caveat before we begin. We're recording this a bit early on October 19th. So we have had, we're still missing 12 days of Spooktober. And thus, some of the games that we may have hoped to play and finish are not yet complete. Okay, I think I can speak for all of us in that. So just bear with us here. But we're well into the month. We've been playing some cool shit. Daryl, I know you were just talking, but I think we got to throw it over to you first for what you've been playing because, yeah, you had a pretty important uh, event occur. Pretty amazing platinum trophy earned. So what you been up to? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited, you know, to 
<clears throat> give you guys the 411 on what's been going on with me. <clears throat> oh, gosh. No, you're good. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so just to kind of get some of the smaller titles out of the way that I've been playing. So in the spirit of Spooktober, I've been playing Days Gone and Bloodborne. Bloodborne? Uh, Days Gone. Yeah. Holy Bloodborne, shit. Yeah. Let's go. That's that's <laughs> surprising. Beginning. That's surprising. Anyway, go on. At the beginning of the year, man, I had a goal for 2021. <laughs> yeah, um, well, the, uh, we're coming up quick on the end. <laughs> <laughs> we only got a few more months left. So. Uh, man, we should have bet money um, on that. <laughs> we would have been, yeah, uh, anyway. I would have I totally lost that bet. But, yeah, you know, I, I figured Bloodborne would be a great choice for October. Um, I just barely started the game maybe like a couple days ago. I'm at 1% right now, and the only trophy I got was defeating the Cleric Beast. Hey, that's a boss. First boss down. Yeah, I really I like wanted... I beat, I beat the boss in maybe five tries, but it was, it was different. <laughs> I don't remember if... I was trying to recall like something you had said. It was... I don't know if it was pertaining to that boss or maybe another boss in that game or maybe from another Souls game. It was something about like dodging left all the time and like mm. I, I was like mm. doing that and it, it kind of worked, but then there's times where I was getting hit. But I don't I know if go. that strat was for that boss. I don't think that it was. What I, what I told Eli for that boss, because I ended up first trying him, which I was like, what the fuck, was just stick close to him. I don't remember like a specific direction, but if you try to like somehow fight him mid range or dodge away from him rather than just like dance around his feet, he's much harder. So that, that's what I that said. Ass. Yeah, exactly. And dodge through the attacks. Yes. Oh, okay. So dodge. Whether it's left or right, go towards it. Or forward, even. I mean, yeah, it's. If, you, yeah, if it's coming right at you, go forward. It's an yeah. aggressive game, definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because if you back off, you're giving him just more time to attack you again. Uh, I, I did do the strat of like keeping close to him throughout the fight, but like towards the end, I, I kept running away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kept running away. It's, it's hard not to. Yeah, it's definitely different from like the approach that I went with in Dark Souls One, like being able to like run away. Uh, that that worked out just fine. I don't know how that'll work in this game because uh if cleric beast is anything of like what's to come later in the game then i might have a challenging time but oh yeah <laughs> uh, but so far it's good you know you know i, I honestly wanted to get it to get to father gascoigne today just because i know how eli feels about that boss and his experiences with it oh, i fucking fuck hate man. that boss dude i mean <laughs> i you didn't even be, you better be streaming dude i didn't even have <laughs> nearly as hard a time as eli did but i still found him very difficult and you could conceivably find him before you fight the cleric beast which god help you if that's the case because i don't even think you can level up until you kill the cleric beast I yeah really or get killed, to get you have to see him. him you have to see him yeah that's right you need madman's knowledge um the doll to come alive anyway go ahead insight Same yeah thing. yep that's uh, it i really wanted to get to him uh just so i can share my experiences and i wanted to watch a guy too on how to get to him but you know it's like i, I refrain from doing that just because i kind of want this to just be a new experience for me so mm -hmm. whenever i run into him i'll let you guys know how that fight goes Woo! some positives no. that i noticed What's you better that? you better be streaming it we want to be seeing how it goes live. Yeah, I want to see the Father G fight. <laughs> yeah. 
that fight, that, that fight will break people, that, dude. Though. I'm pretty sure like like a quarter of the people who play Bloodborne never get past that guy. It's got to be something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right yeah. now. Drop off steep. Yeah. I will like when things slow down at work. Uh, I'll pick up streaming again. Like I had a blast streaming Dark Souls one, so when I had the time, I will definitely uh, stream Bloodborne. All right, then you have to um, wait for Gascoigne, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's gonna wait. Okay, so uh, even on, yeah, on the app, the percentage of people who have beat Father Gascoigne forty five point four. Less than half of the people who play Bloodborne have gotten past him. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big and same thing for Cleric Beast actually only forty eight point four, so most people more than half the people who play the game cannot beat a boss, <laughs> they just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty wild. I wonder how many of those people actually play Dark Souls before playing Bloodborne. Like, is this their first time playing? It could have been, and also that can hurt you if you play mm-hmm. Bloodborne like Dark Souls. It, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that rate that percentage, once you get past him though, it it clicks. It stays with you. Yep. Because all the way up to the last boss, which I won't name just in case, uh, is twenty five percent. Yep. So like once you get past that shit sticks. Yeah, the game forces yeah. you to, to learn. So if you mm-hmm. can't do it, then you're fucked. But if you can beat Gascoigne, you can beat any boss in that game, guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so some things that I did notice that I really liked that was way different from Dark Souls 1 is the, uh, the amount of blood vials you start off at the beginning. Mm. I, I had 20, and then in Dark Souls 1, you have to actually upgrade your starting 5 to get more. So I, I like that a whole lot, just like being able to have more, um, you know, more mm-hmm. blood vials on hand. Yeah, we'll see after the Father Guest going fight how many you have left, though. And you have yeah, to start had, grinding like, for them. Yeah, they, so they are a consumable that disappear. That's the issue. Yeah, so they are. You start out with a lot, but they do. There is a finite number of them, so it's not like you have twenty every time you spawn. So mm-hmm. if you run out and you use all of them and you don't have more in your storage chest, like you're just out. You can you can conceivably have no heals. You're just out. Yeah, like you'll need to go kill enemies or find more of them. So. The the thing is, yes, you can have a lot of them, but use them somewhat sparingly. Uh, the the mechanic you want to abuse is the, the healing when you damage an enemy. So when you get hit, right, your health bar has like a, a portion of it that turns like an orange color. That's what you can regain if you attack an enemy back during that a time window. Right. So that yeah, that's like what you want to use. Yeah, by the end of the cleric beast fight, I only had like maybe two. Yep. <laughs> Blood vials left <laughs> out of the 20 that I went in with. So I was abusing them big time. <laughs> um, fortifying weapons is nice. It can be done on like the workshop bench in the mm-hmm. Hunter's Dream compared to like going to a blacksmith and then, you know, upgrading your weapons. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls had like four or five different blacksmiths and they were all tied to different trophies too. Um, I don't know how, how they're like upgrading weapons if there's trophies related to that in Bloodborne, but I, I do like having like the ability to do all that within like one location. Yeah, it's a good point. For sure. Um but yeah, Bloodborne's cool. I'm I'm definitely like probably gonna play this more compared to Days Gone, which I started a couple weeks back. I'm at like five percent right now. And I am running into the same issue with like what 
you said, Colin, and I um, Soldier said as well. It's very slow at the beginning of the game. It's yeah. really slow. And um, I don't know. I, I'm just like so like intrigued by Bloodborne right now. So uh, maybe Days Gone might sit on the shelf a little longer, but we'll see. One thing I did notice is that the bike is wonky to maneuver. <laughs> and I was crashing a lot into trees and repairing my bike a lot. So I'm sure that's just a beginning like phase type of thing. I'm sure I'll get better at it once I play the game a little bit more. But I agree. It, I, I don't know. Something just never clicked with me for that game. And I'm at like 2% or something. And I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. But it is there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I plan on playing it a little bit more. Like go back and forth between that and Bloodborne. Sure. If I just can't get through Bloodborne, I'll probably just like play some Days Gone just to pass the time. And that's pretty much what I've been playing for the month of October. And now I'll get into kind of like yeah, the what juicy, the hell, <laughs> the juicy one that I've haven't been playing, but I played finished playing maybe like a couple weeks ago is Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. And absolutely yes. insane, dude. I, I mean, I cannot believe I I legit went up to Daryl at work and gave him a handshake. I was like, that's insane, dude. I cannot believe it. Cannot believe oh. that you got the platinum in that. I was very surprised that he came up and shook my hand. I felt like I had like won the lottery or something, dude. Dude, I was I was so hyped for you that morning. I was like, I can, I'm just, I wow, dude. Like, that's one of those trophies that when you hear about it, it's a, it's like an infamous trophy. It was, it's like infallible before they patched it. You know, it's just so mm -hmm. difficult. Yeah, exactly. You, you described it perfectly. It is. Difficult to get, not just the <laughs> platinum, but just mind leaping itself. Mm -hmm. And this is platinum number 43 for me. After about two months and a week, according to PSN profiles, I got platinum. I got the platinum for this game. Sheesh. Damn, and dude, that's fast, too. Yeah. Dude, I was on it. On it every day. Like, after work, I was playing it till, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And then when I woke up the next day, I'll play again. Like I was on it every day. Then that, that's just how I got better at it. And to get this platinum for me, at least, I don't know how long it took everybody else, but it took me over at, over a hundred hours. Whew. So I I can see at the end of the year, this will probably be like my number one game of like most hours spent on a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would be unless you like go really hard on uh, Battlefield when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, oh no, the battlefield might give uh, Wolfenstein a run for its money. We'll exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, let me just kind of get into it and share with you my experiences with it. Uh, so, like I said, this is platinum number forty-three for me. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't have it as number fifty, and I'll tell you why. So, when I looked at my PSN profiles the other day, I noticed that. My 20th platinum was The Witness. Ooh. Number 30 was Outlast 2. And number 40 was Fall Out Guys. And if you're wondering what number 10 was, it was a, a Telltale game. But I won't. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but as you can see, those three games, they're pretty difficult. Eli, you know how difficult The Witness was, Outlast 2. And we all know how Fall Out Guys was before the patch. So there's a little theme going on there with, you know, my... Trophies and increments of 10 being pretty difficult. 
uh, depending on like who you are and stuff. But Wolfenstein 2, I definitely would like that to be number 50, but it didn't turn out that way, so it's number 43. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mind Leaving. So you guys are all probably wondering like how Mind Leaving is. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. You guys know. Mind Leaving is it's everything you've guys heard about it. It's not easy. It's <laughs> very difficult. And this is one of those trophies where it'll definitely test your patience and skill as a trophy hunter. Like this is one of those trophies where it it's gonna come down to like how bad do you want it? And you know, I really wanted this trophy. Like this is one of those trophies you had talked about that scared off a lot of people, but like Something like that, that's kind of like what entices me to go and play these type of games. Like, you know, I, I want to be able to t to know if I can get it, if I have, like, the skills enough to get these trophies, just because it, it, it's very exciting for me to, to approach these kind of games with these type of trophies. So, you know, I, I really wanted this trophy bad. Very bad. Like, you guys know, like, I was playing it every day after work. And I'll get home about like 10 or 11 at night. I'll play like a couple hours just to get to the story. To like a checkpoint. Like basically I was trying to get to a point where like I would get to like halfway point through the game. And then stop and then do the rest of the half uh, the next morning. Okay. And I'll be like that like for a couple of weeks. Just playing it nonstop, dude. And it got to a point where it was annoying. Because I was like taking a lot of time away from my wife, especially on like my days off. I really, really wanted this trophy just cause you know, I wanted to share on, on the podcast, like how difficult it is, what it takes to beat it, the things I did to, to finally get the mind leaving trophy. Just um, nuts. Just fucking nuts. Imagine absolutely. playing the, like the campaign, beat a campaign, do it once a day, you know, like the, the closest experience I even have to that is playing resident evil remake. And that campaign is like an hour and 20 minutes, though, when you know what you're doing. It's not even that bad. Like, I feel like the runs are... Like, how long was a run, basically, for Wolfenstein? Oh, man. When I finally got the trophy, it was like four and a half hours long. Oh, my God, dude. Whew. So just imagine, like, out of the 100 hours I spent, like, maybe 85, 90 hours was just spent on dying on, on my leaving. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Wild. Yeah, it, it was rough. Well, congratulations. I mean, first of all, congratulations, right? It's yes. fucking amazing. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, if I could do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> I, don't <know> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I got the strats and the tips that'll get you through it. Yeah, it's you're definitely going to have to like dedicate your life. The, the trophy is mind leaving. Is exactly what it's asking of you. It's your life. Mm -hmm. that, that's basically what I what I gave to this game was my life. Like every damn minute, everything. Like on my breaks at work, I was watching like strat videos on how to get through these levels. Um, like some issues people came across on like the Reddit boards, things like that. I was like up and down, like trying to figure out how to get through mind leaving. The very beginning of the game. You gotta choose between two different guys. The person you save is gonna grant you a weapon. Out of the two, Fergus is the one that you gotta save because this weapon is the one that's gonna make your mind leaving run the most easiest. And it's it's the laser gun. So at first the laser gun is pretty shitty, but once you upgrade it, it can one shot like 
the like the me mechanical enemies in the game. Um, okay, it's just like War in New Order. Yeah, so that's like the best gun to pick between uh, the two that you um, had the option of picking at the very beginning. So you gotta, you gotta get Fergus. Fergus is your main man to get at the beginning. Uh, one thing I will point out is that the cutscenes are the ones that kill it for everybody. People cannot stand going through the cutscenes over and over again. And I'll, I'll tell you this, it was starting to get to a point where I couldn't do it anymore either. Can you skip them? They're unskippable. Oh my god. Just to add insult to injury. Huh? Like that Seriously. is that's a deal breaker almost on its own for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I have to watch that cutscene thirty times, forty times, oh my god! It's the one thing that kills it for people. It's not even the game itself; it's the cutscenes because they know this. Like they had it on like the run before they died, and now they have to watch a ten to fifteen minute cutscene at the very beginning of the game. And there's other unskippable cutscenes throughout the game as well. So it adds up, like, how much time you're spent just watching a cutscene. Yikes. What kind of helped pass the time? It's just, I would just go on my phone, look up, like, Wolfenstein mm -hmm. strats and stuff just to pass the time. But it was, it was irritating, man, just sitting through that every damn run. I, I don't know, dude. I feel like maybe I'd gone, have gone insane, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I, and I don't think that this this, this trophy or trying to go this or go this route uh, mixes well with how I'm usually gaming in my big sessions, which is like I'm having a couple beers or something. Like, there's no way. There's like I'm. J I would just my focus would not be there, you know. So I would just get killed randomly and be like, God fucking damn! I gotta watch another 15 minutes. I was 10 minutes into this run. Yeah, it's no good. Oh. That's why I said, man, this is one of those trophies that will test your patience because you got to sit through cutscenes every time you start your playthrough over and over again. Yeah. So um, one thing that I did find was that helped me out a lot was just watching a ton of guides. I'll just stick with one because one guide might not work for you. So just watch a bunch of guides. And that's what I ended up doing was I watched one guy, memorized it, and was able to be pretty decent with the strats that he was doing, but then it got to a point where I wasn't able to execute it um, a few times, and I'm like, dude, what am I doing wrong? I was doing just fine, you know, three, four runs ago. Now I can't do this anymore. So, you know, find out, like, what works for you. There's a lot of videos out there on YouTube of people doing things differently from one another, and just finding what works for you and just sticking with it. If it works for you every time, then it's probably the one that you're going to go with every every run. Yeah. Um, like for me, for example, um, like there's a mission on Roswell where there's an elevator platform that you need to get on. Well, there's enemies on it before it arrives at, at its destination. So what you can do to get past the enemies is just like jump on it from the side and then like sneak to like the controls to activate the elevator to go back up. Um, if you're successful, all the enemies will be off the pla platform minus the heavy brute. But if you get spotted, and let's say you like rush to the elevator to just make it go up, which I did a few times, I ended up getting stuck with that heavy brute and like a bunch of other enemies that magically appeared. Oh, so, okay, yeah. 
and also like let's say if you don't even get onto the platform and you like mistime your jump you can fall down into the abyss and you can die that way so it is risky and i was able to do it like a few times in a row but i just couldn't execute like the next two times i got to that point so like i was trying to figure out what the hell is going on which kind of leads me to my next tip is like sometimes you know provoking a firefight with the enemy is the safer option because like finding a safe location to bunker down and having all the enemies come towards you is a whole lot safer than just sneaking around being spotted by an enemy from who knows where and now you're having enemies shooting you from all different angles so i found that like starting an engagement was probably safer which Seems kind of counterproductive, especially playing on Mein Lieben, where you only got one life. But, like, if you're able to, like, find a location and just bunker down and just, like, pick your shots, right, um, it can be a whole lot easier to get through some uh, some tougher areas. Leaning out is, like, crucial to surviving in Mein Lieben. It's uh, what saved me a lot because, like I said, a lot of enemies would just rush you. So being able to like poke in and out and like take your shots when needed uh, increased my chances for survival compared to running and gunning. Um, so yeah, I mean, there are moments where running and gunning is more suitable in certain situations, but nine times out of 10 leaning and like shooting is like the route you want to go with when you're playing mind leaving. And like also like, as far as like weapons, you can upgrade your weapons in this game. And each weapon has three different categories you can upgrade. And I found that upgrading one, two, three, four, five, five weapons out of all the other weapons in the game are the ones you absolutely want to upgrade. Uh, so for the submachine gun, this is one that you got to upgrade at the very beginning because it'll make your run at the very beginning easier is the integral integral suppressor basically it's just you you know adding a suppressor onto the gun yep but later in the game that becomes practically useless because the submachine gun has so much recoil that you can't keep you can't aim down sights accurately so you you replace that with the other gun which is the pistol which also has a suppressor so you can use that as well um for the stern gear this is one gun you absolutely want to upgrade. All three categories want to upgrade. Uh, shock hammer, you want to upgrade everything for that one. And the laser gun, the one that you're given at the very beginning, you want to upgrade the battery upgrade and the supercharge. So having all those upgraded is what helped me to get through my mind leaping games. I did upgrade a few things, but the other weapons I were upgrading weren't really helping me. So instead of upgrading those, I upgraded the weapons I mentioned. At one point in the game, you unlock contraptions that your character can use. So you get three different con uh, contraptions. Um, and for me, I only used two. And these were the two that I, I would recommend getting every time you play a run. And the first one you would pick up right off the bat is the Battle Walker. And these are like mechanical stilts that you can use. And it, it may seem pointless to use, but I'm telling you, these are the ones you want to pick up from the very beginning. Because with the battle walkers, 
um, activated, you can practically skip like an entire section. Yeah, you can take a shortcut, just elevate to a higher level, and just go up, and then like practically skip a ton of enemies that you probably would have encountered if you pick the other two contraptions. So it's a, it's a very useful contraption to get. And the good thing about the contraptions is you can also upgrade them too. So there's different subquests that you can get throughout the game on the on your home base called the Eva's Hammer. And from there you can you can upgrade your contraption. So for the Battle Walker example, one subquest that you can do is upgrade your Battle Walker to where you have 200 HP compared to 100 HP, which is really good because you can take more damage and uh, you have more health. So having more health is always great, especially playing on my Lieben. <laughs> and yeah, the more you can get, the better. Um, how much damage also, does like one bullet usually take off you? Like if you get hit, how much are you down? Oh man, it was hard to tell. I, I never really paid attention to any of that stuff. What? I just like, <laughs> just be like obsessing over that the whole time. Oh man, I it was just so much going on that like I knew if the screen went dark, that's how I knew I was dead. Like, yeah, I, I I think one shot would just take off so much. Like maybe twenty, twenty-five, It'd be a quarter of your health. It would like take off. Like if you didn't have the um, the battle walker upgrade. Okay. Um. So it, it helps, man, getting the uh, the upgrade for the battle walker. And also later in the game, you can get this very. You can get this right before the end of the game. Is the second contraption, which is the uh, ram ram shackles. And this one's really good too, and it's a must get before you even get onto the uh, the last level. Is because um, the upgrade itself it allows your armor to regenerate. So very good contraptions to have. the The third one is the constrictor, which kind of it allows you to constrict your body so you can enter vents and stuff like that. But it's really not good, and the upgrade's not that great either. So I would highly, highly recommend getting the Battle Walker and the Ram Shackles every time you play that. Uh, because the final battle, those will come in handy big time. And it, it did. It did come in handy, especially the Ram Shackles. Because at the very end, um, I had gotten to the final battle three times, man. Three times. Yeah, that's so fr I remember you telling me that at work a couple times. And I was like, I <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. Like, have a great day at work. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, what a shitty way to go go into it. It will always be like right before work too. Like, you know, I wanted to go to work like hella happy, like being like, oh shoot, I did it. Maybe like a great happy song would pop up on the radio, but nah, it was it was never that day. It was just like the shittiest ride to work. Like, oh. I gotta wait ten hours before I can retry that run again. Oh my goodness! It was just that that feeling of like I almost had it. Yeah, but yeah, the that final battle, dude. Like the third time I did it, I was down to eleven HP. I had no armor left, and like I was shitting bricks, dude. And I was like, oh my <laughs> god, I'm gonna die again. This is the third time I'm gonna die. But like having your up your weapons upgraded 
and like having the upgrades or the contraptions worked out just fine. Like I, I was like able to like pull a victory out of my ass in, in that freaking firefight, dude. Like I killed the two guys and I was able to pick up some armor and my armor started regenerating on its own. And yeah, dude. I nearly died on the run where I got mine leaving. It was Wow. It was awful, dude. Just wow. Well, you did it, sir. I mean, I'm so I'm so stoked for you. That I mean, where to, where to go from here, right? You've got the Friday the thirteenth platinum. You've got the Wolfenstein two platinum. You've started Rogue Squadrons. You've started Dead by Daylight. I mean, if you continue to grind out some of those, like I don't really know, you could probably do any game you wanted. <laughs> Fucking nuts. I know, man. Right now, it's just like, what do I play? Life's well, not the same anymore. Bloodborne's a good start. <laughs> Bloodborne's a good start. I'm happy yeah, to see you take on Father time. G. <laughs> yeah. Papa G, Papa Guac. Yes, sir. But man, yeah. wow. And good stuff on the tips there. I think that'll help a lot of the listeners out. If they decide to eventually go for it, or even just in playing the game, I'm sure some of that stuff is pretty helpful. I, I, I really loved the first Wolfenstein, like I've said, and Old Blood. So, you know, I... Yeah, I would like to play and not worry about trophies for this game. So getting it on Xbox Live, that's a good idea <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. But uh, yeah, congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. And if uh, anyone's ever interested in like going for this platinum, uh, hopefully my tips and tricks help you out. And if you like need some coaching or whatnot, you know, I'm more than happy to help you out and do, you know, those tough situations. Maybe for you, Eli, maybe if like at some point you, you play like the Xbox version, you're like, damn, dude, I, I think I could do this. Maybe, you know, I could help you out if you ever go for the Platinum on the PlayStation. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's go. I will say like at the very end, I felt like I was playing Doom. I had never played a Doom game. And like the very end, dude, when I was down on like my last HP, my my heart rate was beating, my yeah. was rushing, and like the music was kicking in. It was some dope music, dude. Like, I was blasting guys away, and the music was like, "What the fuck? Like what? What the hell's going on? This this thing is wild, man." It's it's funny you say that. I mean, they are the same developer initially, right? id Software developed Wolfenstein 3D for the PC and the original Doom, so. Hey, yeah, there's yeah. a lineage there, man. And they're both owned by Bethesda, right? Which is a Microsoft's, uh, you know, acquisition. I don't know if we'll see then if they make a Wolfenstein 3. I don't know if it'll be on PlayStation. That's the sad reality. I know. Mm. It's crazy. That was like my first introduction to a Doom <laughs> game that I've never played before. I can't recommend Doom enough. Bizarre. Hey, if you get the original and you love it, come on over. We'll co-op Nightmare Mode, pop the, trof- the trophy for both of us. What do you guys say about that? (laughs) That's a challenge, man. I'm in. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. But yeah, good, good shit. Good shit. And I'll be interested to hear more about your Bloodborne and Days Gone experiences as you continue in those. Um, yeah, but good, good stuff, of course. And Eli, what, what have you been, what have you been playing, dude? What's going on over there in the world of Minecraft? Uh, not much. Just Minecraft. Okay. Uh, haven't had a ton of time to play. Uh, this, uh, this past weekend was my son's birthday and it was, uh, quite the banger. Yeah, for so, sure. So, uh, a lot of prep going into it. And, uh, also my, uh, my son's mom has started school now. So, oh, good uh, for her. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, uh, I get to spend a lot more time with Satan. So it's been, 
you know, a lot of co-op Minecraft <clears throat> when I do get time to play. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing me. wrong with that. But yeah, so uh, Doom, not much progress going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mostly just hanging out in a creative world in Minecraft. But there, there was actually uh, Minecraft Live, since we're talking about Minecraft, just okay. happened. Which was a pretty cool event. Uh, didn't watch it live. I wish I would have remembered. But there, there's a lot of new stuff going on. And the, uh, the Java and the Bedrock are going to come to Game Pass for PC. So, uh, yeah, I've just bought them. So now they're going to be free if you have the service. What, what's um, the Java and Bedrock? Are those expansions? I'm sorry. Java is like the uh, OG edition. Oh. Bedrock is the console edition. Okay, cool. Cool. So there's some different mechanics in there. The uh the Java's, I don't know, I would say slightly better. There's some uh good early game mechanics that you can exploit like entity cramming. Only so many entities can fit in a block. So uh you can just corral uh a bunch of cows in one block and then they start dying off when there's too many. And so it's a really super easy early game farm and you don't get that in bedrock so you get both editions on the game pass and now the seed sharing will be the same across the worlds uh across the editions because they they used to not be able to uh the seed is what generates the world random numbers uh generates this random world for you and now they'll both have the same number orientation before you could not take a Java seed and put it in Bedrock. It wouldn't do anything. But now they will do that. Now I just feel like a Minecraft advertisement. But Yeah, it's um, all right. I mean, that's that's what you've been playing, you know? Yeah, the, the new uh, Caves and Cliffs Part 2 is coming out, which uh, Skrillis is now has uh, Minecraft, and Slugger City's down. When you when you find gentlemen should hop in there, we get a, we get a new <laughs> world going in the next couple months. I got a full but, plate with games the next couple months, my friend. Yeah. As do mm-hmm, we all sure. for November, so. Uh, mm, do we? We do. Mm. Neither here nor there. Excuse me, I need to sip with my Mountain Dew. Yep. Sorry. Um, Just had a sip of my beer, so we're on the same page. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to finish. I'm going to try to finish Doom before the end of November, would be my goal. November or October? October. There you Jeez, go. I don't even know what month it is, dude. See, All right. you got some time. You have eleven more days, mm-hmm. it, which is pretty so, good. That's pretty good. My my goal I had set in the uh, our first episode of the year was to take a chill pill this year and get to sixty. Yep. So I'm hoping I can still do that <clears throat> and get a uh, finish Doom off here uh, by the end of October and get into Demon Souls and. Maybe plop one more game in there. Yeah. To, th- to start off the new year, get the plat right on New Year's, maybe save one trophy or something. For sure. That'll yeah. probably be my goal. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. As we get towards the end of the year, we'll talk about, you know, the this year kind of what we we felt about our trophy hunting experience. But also as we look into next year, I'm really excited to go clean up mode with my profile, which is what's been happening with a lot of folks in our Discord recently. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited to like change my goals, so to speak. This year, I wanted to hit a certain number. I wanted to continue to try to pop a lot of platinums and really go hard, which I think I've done a pretty good job at. But um, 
Yeah. So I get you. I get mm-hmm. you, friend. I get yeah, you. Yeah, I'm in another uh, sticky situation too because the Killing Floor 2 update, mm-hmm. I realize I can't play that yet. How come? Because if I get that trophy, it'll be stuck in between oh, Doom. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, like, literally, these, uh, these, like, uh, <laughs> what do you call that? The organization and the milestones are just killing me. Because, like, I don't really. I don't really want to hop on Doom, even if I have time, because it's like I know the level is going to be like an hour and yeah. a half, the first one. And it's like, you know, I don't don't have a big chunk like that right now. So uh, it's just been discouraging. It's like, oh, I got a couple minutes to play a couple games of Rocket League. Yeah. And it's bedtime. You know what I mean? So I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm my list is going to get fucked organizationally next year as well when I transition from stacking plats to like just cleaning up my games to just mm-hmm. beat, you know just beating them so right now yeah. I, i'm kind of like you know pretty happy with my spree uh and what's been going on with the exception of Splitgate and knockout city <laughs> but otherwise like <laughs> I've, I've been doing pretty good so by the time we do get you love Splitgate? Year, good split yeah Splitgate is great i don't I know was if thinking i love that would it would be a good answer but i've never played it for that earlier question yeah that's true i don't know if i love it but it's great it's a really great game Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, but yeah, okay, cool. Well, thanks for sharing, sir. Anything else you want to add about M- Minecraft and the ensuing? No, you don't want to. You don't want to hear the <laughs> ensuing onslaught of. Well, right on Minecraft. I appreciate it. <laughs> so War. I I've been playing um a couple games. I I platinumed uh Deathloop, which I really love Deathloop, and it is the thing that inspired me to go back and look at Dishonored 2 and Prey, which, coinciding with some other discussions in the Discord, led me to consider, like, hey, maybe next year, at least for a while, I should just focus on cleanup, because Dishonored 2 and Prey are both games that I bounced off of that I think I would appreciate more after having gotten the Platinum in Deathloop. Mm. But one of the interesting things, and I was talking with Daryl about this before we started recording, that I want to bring up is the Platinum percentage for Deathloop. Right now, this game didn't come out too long ago, a little bit more than a month at this point. The platinum on PSM profiles is at 21% already, hmm. which is really high. And compared to on the app itself, which is 2.2%. And That's still pretty decent. 2.2. Yeah. 2.2. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, think it's, about all our race games have all been almost like 0.1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I just felt like, to me, what that said is that if you're someone who is engaged with PSM profiles and stat tracking and all this kind of stuff, if you're like a pretty intense trophy hunter, this game is fun to platinum, right? Because 21, mm-hmm. almost a quarter of the people on here who have logged this game have platinumed it. And I don't think that it's an easy list either. Um, I, you know, I've kind of rebounded some of my initial statements about the game in that I I was initially saying, like, I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. I still don't think it's a 10 out of 10 if we were going to go on ratings. But I also thought that the complexity made the difficulty much higher than the three or four that were stated on the guides. I don't know if it goes much higher. I think four is probably actually a good number for this game. Maybe five, depending on the type of gamer and games that you like to play. But it's not too difficult. And... Yeah, it's overall a really great experience. I think the best way that I can sum it up, and I don't want to go into too much like detail because I have another game I'd rather cover more, 
is um the the game prizes and rewards you with information and i and i I think that's unique because a lot of games reward you with here's a different skill that you can do here's more damage here's an increase to your avatar right in deathloop the thing that makes you powerful is your understanding of deathloop and the maps itself and once you've kind of grasped the systems, which admittedly takes, I think, a little too long, it's probably five hours of not hand-holding, but pretty guided tutorialization in the way that the systems get rolled out. Once you get past that, the game really opens up and starts to sing. And by the time you're like going for your final run and then subsequently doing your, your playthroughs of your loops to get your miscellaneous trophies... Like, you're on it. Like, you get it. And you are absolutely a monster at the game. And it feels really good. And and within that, there's different slabs, which are, like, the unique powers that you have, and different upgrades and abilities that can make you feel like you still have a unique play style within what the game's knowledge has provided you in terms of being overpowered. So it's, it's like, a really interesting experience. I, I haven't played anything like it, before and it did make me a little bit more willing to consider Returnal next year at some point if it goes on sale or something like you know maybe like these loop style games like you know maybe I can can kind of hop into that and try it out but also more importantly I think it made me appreciate Arcane and the work that they've done in the past because Deathloop while it might be the most playable mechanically and enjoyable mechanically of their games you know this style the attention to detail the feel, the atmosphere, those are things that Arcane does in every single game. And I think they're really, really underrated. And I think people need to give them a try if they haven't already been impressed by something they've made. And really just stick with it and play it and enjoy the game for what it is, right? Maybe not necessarily from a trophy perspective for all of their games, but there's something there. And uh, Deathloop is, is a really great experience. I'm sure we'll talk about it more as we get into our trophy hunts of the year towards the end of the year. But so I got the platinum there. Um, the other game that I've been playing has been Samus returns on the met on the three DS. And I actually got this because I'm by the time the listeners hear this podcast, I'm leaving two days after you hear this to fly to the East coast and I'll be gone for about a week. And uh, so I won't be gaming a whole lot on PlayStation, obviously. And I really enjoy the 3DS, as we talked about towards the, t- towards the beginning and top of the show. I-, I think it's a great console or great system, whatever, great handheld system. And there's a lot of cool games on there. And with Metroid Dread coming out, I was like, well, I don't have a lot of experience with Metroid. And I had a pretty interesting discussion with Prince in the Discord not too long ago about the franchise in general and its relevancy. And like, you know, can we, can we really say what the value of the franchise is based on the sales? Because admittedly, like, until Dread... Uh, and I just don't know those numbers, you know, Samus and Metroid doesn't really sell very well comparatively. It's not a major franchise, and yet we still get iterations in the game. So I was curious. I picked up the 3DS, and I was like, I need to play a game on this thing. So I'm about 20% of the way through the game. I'm having a really great time with it. I can't speak too intelligently to its systems because I'm still pretty early on, like I said. But when I'm flying and when I'm on the East Coast, this will be what excuse me, I'm burping a bunch, my gaming experience will be. So I'll have more to report at a later date, or maybe I'll just kind of share some thoughts on that when I get into uh, discussing it on the Discord. And then finally, the last game that I've been playing for Spooktober 
is Alien Isolation, which I talked about. That was always the plan for this year. And I originally was hoping I'd be able to play Code Veronica as well. I don't think I'll have time. But I actually bought this game almost a year ago when it was on sale last October-November time frame for like eight ninety nine. And man, I don't know if I would pay $60 or $70 or whatever for this game. But if you can get this game for like 20 or $30, I think it's a pretty, pretty good survival horror experience. And... You know, from a question during the last episode, the listeners will know I my favorite horror movie of all time is the first Alien. This game is incredibly faithful to that franchise in the way that the sounds are just, you know, the sounds in the game, the displays in the game, the sort of analog art aesthetic that's over every environment that you interact with. Uh, the lore is consistent. Right, it's it's really respectful to the source material, which I think is important, because there's been a lot of games for Alien that have come out and failed, including Colonial Marines, including the newer Fireteam Elite, which I don't know if you'd say it failed, but it it didn't really create any buzz. Right, this is the only Alien game that I'm aware of that I think has a cult following, and I and again I think it's quite good. Um, it's made by Creative Assembly, which is typically a studio that designs strategy games, like the Total War franchise. So that's a very weird sort of play for them to switch to make a first-person survival horror game. But I have mm-hmm. to say, like, they kind of nailed it. There's just enough in the resources and in the crafting department to keep you engaged and scouring the levels, which is always a risk-reward system, right? The game functions in such a way that the alien is your constant chasing enemy right it's always looking for you it's listening to what you're doing interacting with things on the in the game will create noise everything you do makes noise except for walking or crouch walking and so if you have to open a door to progress the story well when you open that door it makes noise so yeah you can do it but if you hear the alien in the vents above you right you maybe want to wait a second before you open that door right so these are the kind of trade-offs that you're making and so asking the player to explore a level more for collectibles or for crafting components really becomes like an exercise of, well, shit, like, can I afford to deal with the stress of the alien potentially dropping down right behind me while I open these five crates of materials, right? And mm-hmm. um, I think they, they really got that down. And the first 10 or 11 chapters of the game, and there's 19 of them, are really solid. And then in the latter half of the game, it seems like they maybe used up most of their good ideas, and it just drags on a little bit too much. My my initial first playthrough that I completed on hard, which I recommend you do if you're trying to platinum the game, just get that one out of the way, and also the trophy for not killing any humans, which are enemies in the game, and uh, not killing them is actually quite difficult because it means you can't really fight back at all, except against the androids, because you can't kill the alien. So two-thirds of the enemies you encounter, you have no way of dealing with them. But the kind of cool thing is, if you get a human to notice you, just as like a little tip, and they start shooting at you, well, the sound will draw the alien. And so the alien will actually kill all the humans in an area for you. It won't void the the trophy or anything like that, because you didn't kill them. And then if you wait for the alien to give up, like, its search patrol, you can just get through an area pretty quickly. So that was a a nice strategy I found. And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I, I The game is really great. I'm at 87% right now on the trophies. I'm only missing a, uh, three trophies, one of which is to beat the game without dying, which I 
was originally going to put into one playthrough. You can do that if you're if you're going for the platinum in this game. You could do a playthrough on hard without killing any humans and without dying as one stack, but it's pretty difficult, I would say. And so I ended up needing to do it on a second, so I'll have to do that and I'll play on the easiest difficulty for that. I'm going doing chapter select right now to get all the ID tags. There's 50 of them in the game. I have 40 of them and you can just load mission select and uh, find whatever ones you need. So not too bad there, although there are no mid-mission checkpoints. So if you missed a ID tag at the end of mission 12, for example, you'll need to start at the beginning of mission 12 and play through the whole thing until you can get to where you can find it. So that's a little annoying. And then the last thing is there's a grind to get killed by the alien a hundred times, which if you didn't get it through natural play, you'll have to just like load up a mission, make a bunch of noise and kill yourself a hundred times until you get the trophy. <laughs> that part is pretty annoying. So those are the trophies I'm missing. Uh, no death playthrough, die a hundred times and collect all the ID tags. And are then you going to flex? It. Are you going to flex with the hundred deaths? I'm not going to flex with 100 deaths because what? because it tracks your deaths across your playthrough. So my first playthrough right now, the save state on that is what I'm loading up to get the remaining collectibles I'm missing. So if I start mm-hmm. my new game deathless, I'll need to grind out 100 deaths in a separate thing at the end, right? As my last mm-hmm. trophy. Whereas like right now, since I played it on hard and I probably died like 40 or 50 times to the alien anyway, if I do it now then it'll be way shorter of a grind, and then my last trophy will just be Deathless mm. on Novice. So, But you'll be happy nah. to know, I did flex in Deathloop, and the last trophies I got were related to dying. So mm. There you go. Yeah, I got through the entirety of the game without full dying, and like 98% of the trophy list without full dying, which is pretty, pretty baller, I thought. Wait. <laughs> nice. Wait a minute. Yeah. What's full? Wait. So full have, dying. You... So you... In uh, in Deathloop, you, you get an ability as Colt, which is called Reprise, and it means that in any level or situation, you can respawn twice before you fully die and lose everything and go to the beginning of the day again. So you can die in combat, you'll respawn. You die in combat again, you'll respawn a third time. When you die that third time, it will count as your full death, and you will mm. restart the day. So mm. I did die, but I didn't full die until the very end of the game hmm i'm not i'm not sure that's the same kind of flex but it's this it's a flex congratulations thank you um. thank you so uh but, but yeah i would recommend i'd highly recommend death loop and then i would recommend alien isolation if you're either a fan of alien or you're a fan of survival horror games and yeah as far as metroid samus returns i'll let you guys know more in the discord as i play more uh on my vacation but that's all I've got, boys. That's all I've got. I, th- I think you got what it takes to play Outlast and Outlast 2. <laughs> you know, I was thinking how not being able to fight back, especially on hard, right? Like, you don't have a lot of tools to deal with the alien. I was thinking, like, you know, I've said for so long that I hate games where you don't have any sort of option to actually fight back or, you know, at least a pistol or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I was wrong on that. Like, maybe if, if the game is balanced in such a way that it encourages, like, creative thinking out of getting out of problems, like, maybe that's okay. So, like, for example, I couldn't get past this section. There was a couple humans. I didn't have a gun yet at this point, And then there was an alien patrolling the area as well. And I was like, I don't really know what to do. Like, they're going to kill me in two shots. 
if I try to run, I'll trigger the alien. It'll drop down. It'll instant kill me. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And all I had was a flare, right? And, I, and it was actually Skrillis who told me, like, well, use it as a distraction. And it's like, well, duh. Wait, what the hell? Why didn't I think of that? But just throwing the flare to, like, the other side of the room drew the humans over there, all of them. They started talking. They made enough noise. Alien comes down, kills them all. Easy peasy, right? No bullets expended. No health kits used. Nothing. And that's the kind of way you need to approach the levels in Alien Isolation on hard to get through them. And I actually did really appreciate it after I started, like, getting in that mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, there's nothing like that in Outlast. It's basically you <laughs> hide and run. Yeah. Nothing too, like, methodical, like, oh, how can I get, like, past these enemies? Like, can yeah. I distract them? You don't get nothing. It's just you and your camera. Hmm. Well, Daryl, you would—I oh, really, think you would really like Alien. I really do. So you should check it out. Maybe next October or something. It is one of the games I'm planning on playing this month. I just got stuck with the other two I mentioned. Yeah, I know Skrillis and Slugger are playing it as well. Um, it's very scary. Like I know y'all fucking make fun of me sometimes because I'm like a little wimp with horror games, but it's a scary game. Okay, especially when you're playing by yourself, headphones on. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Sure. Um, anyway, sure. so that's what that's what we've been playing. I hope that all the listeners enjoyed the big blowout episode. So the meteor one compared to the last couple two that we've done, and uh, good questions from the Patreon supporters. Remember, you can go over there and check us out: Patreon.com/slash/TrophyTalkPodcast. Get a link to the Discord. Come over there and participate. Listen, like the tracks on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, wherever you guys are finding us. Really appreciate it. And um, we'll be back in November with episode forty-five. And that's going to be our sort of review of the PlayStation Plus offerings and new games for November. News-based episode. And then we come back in episode 46 with what we've been playing. We'll have more to share on that in episode 45. And uh, yeah, anything you guys want to add before we close out? I got nothing, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Daryl and Eli. Pleasure to speak with you boys, as always, about trophies. Hope everyone's enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Oh, wait. Actually, I'm sorry. forgot. Where can people find you at? <laughs> Eli, where can people find you? <laughs> yep. So you can find me uh, in the Discord, Narshare13, and uh, Instagram, same place, and YouTube. Right on. Daryl, what about you? You streaming that Father G fight or what? <laughs> we'll see. I'm still, I'm still laughing at the fact you almost wrapped up the show without pimping. Hey, I caught it. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> Don't worry. Had a couple beers, uh, but I caught it. Okay. Who's ready to go back to playing Alien? <laughs> I'm actually ready. I haven't eaten dinner alien. yet, so I'm trying to have. Yeah. Di- I'm gonna have dinner after this. Yep. Pretty freaking hungry. Yep. Uh, oh. You can find me uh, on Twitch and Instagram at the Tall Samoan Guy. Ace. Nice, Eli. What were you gonna say? Nothing. Cool. All right. Well, you can find me in the Discord as well. And on all gaming services, my username is CKPresent. You can find my YouTube channel at CKPresent. Discord is the best place, as always, to speak with any of us. And we'll see you next time in November, a couple weeks' time from now, for episode 45. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.